fancast does not represent the stand-up of Tim Babb. These conversations are raw, explicit, and contain adult themes and content. This podcast is not recommended for younger listeners or anyone. Recording. All right, Andy, stay with us this time. Uh, I'm listening to my computer now. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I got to plug my laptop so it dies. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> Before we start this week's episode, let's hear a clip that Noah recorded with special guest Vic. <laughs> All right, Tim. Yeah. Well, thanks for that intro. I think uh, hopefully you introduced us in this in this segment. Uh, yeah, as he mentioned, I'm Vic. I'm Noah. Hello. <laughs> and uh, we're on location right now at AMC. And now they kick on the preview. We were in dead silence just a second ago. But uh, yeah, what's up, Noah? Oh, not too much. Just, yeah, came out to see... I can't remember the main movie. It's like Staggering the Mind, something Staggering Genius, Nick Cage movie where he plays himself. Yeah, basically the Nick Cage. And uh, I really appreciate Noah joining me. I'm here in the Bay Area with him. Uh, it's my birthday tomorrow, so this is kind of like an early celebration. I really appreciate Happy early birthday. Uh, meeting up with my buddy here. So uh, yeah, I'm excited for this. I know you guys were talking about this on the show, this movie. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be kind of crazy. I heard it was really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, Nick Cage is, you know, yeah, I mean, if you, you, I don't know. I feel like, I think anyone hate Nick Cage. Uh, I'm into him. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what the movie is going to hold. Uh, I'm sure it'll be trippy. I remember when I first saw the trailer, I was like, right, I'm, I'm down for this. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I, I think he uh, brought all the Nick Cage isms on this one so i, I think it's gonna be fun so. <laughs> this is the most nick cage nick cage has ever been yeah so uh i guess we'll check back in after since they decided to now kick on the previews so hopefully you could hear us now but uh we'll let you know how it is at the end of the movie and let you know if it's worth watching or whatnot so yeah we'll be back see you on the other side okay we'll hear the second half at the end of the show now let's start the show <laughs> Tim. Andy. Noah. Dancast. Hi, I'm Tim Babb, a comedian you never heard of. Each week I get together with my buddies Andy and Noah and record this podcast. Unlike most podcasts, it's not about something specific. We just talk about whatever. Like this week, we'll talk about some of this. Oh, man. Uh, as soon, as soon as we crossed the border into Florida, and I said, hey, guys, we're in Florida now. Drew goes, yeah. <laughs> I want a little bit more from it. So you're saying this movie was not a national treasure? It was not. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it'll be gone in 60 seconds. Okay. Like, it's not pure magic, but it might be, say, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, this food is not good is where I am from. <laughs> oh, look at these plebes with their food. <laughs> if I had to eat this, I'd stomp my own testicle flat with a ball peen hammer. <laughs> no, it's lovely. Thank you. Can I have seconds? Oh. I thought that movie was totally setting up the, this movie. Not at all. Is, yeah, not even a bit. Not even a teensy-weensy bit. <laughs> and when you hear this sound... Nicholas Cage. That means we've put a link to whatever we were just talking about in the show notes. Okay, let's start the show. Welcome to Tancast. Wow, man. You know, I think my favorite part about that recording we just listened to is uh, (laughs) it's the bit where I haven't heard any of it yet, and it's going to be a surprise for me later. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Good times. I was there. I know exactly what happened. We talked a lot of shit about Andy. Oh, that's good. It's yeah. good to know. It was a, it was a like whole dig on you, Andy. <laughs> you know, I feel like they talked more shit about. I think he, he talked more shit about me for not being there. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not the abuse that troubles me. It's being forgotten. <laughs> well, let's tell people our names so we won't be forgotten. At least you were talking shit about me. At least you're thinking about me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, at least I'm, I'm the Tim, mix. the TN cast. Don't forget I, me. I'm Andy, the abused A and Tan cast, but that's okay because I like uh, the abuse. I'm Noah, okay. the A and Tan cast. I mean, it may seem like we're stumbling and bumbling, like we don't know what we're doing, but that's only because that's true. Because <laughs> that is 100 percent accurate. You know, guys, I figure at some point we're going to have, like, 14 years of experience doing this. And, and, you know, when that magic day comes, like, this will be a finely oiled machine, I think. Uh, A a combined, Andy can do the math, years of experience. Uh, 42? (laughs) Yeah, there you go. There you go. 42? I knew Andy had it. Yeah. uh, Collectively, we have almost been tan casting for as long as individually we have one of us, any given one of us, has been alive. Wait, oh yeah, it's 42. Yeah. For some reason, 28 plus 14 was just falling down for me. I had gotten 14 (laughs) plus 14, and I just, I'm like, I just need to add one more 14. I'm like, well, that should be 30, right? No, Tim, if you add the eight to the four, that will kick that 30 over to 40. Oh, math is hard. You want to know how I did that math? Sure. This is how my little brain works. I'm like, 14 times three, that hard. But 14 is two sevens, and two threes is six. And six times seven, that Andy, no. That 42. Six times seven. Doing math is weird. It is. It's, all, it's like there's so many ways to get to the same answer. It is. It's all about, it's like math. You have like a little math personality. <laughs> and the way my brain operates is, no, that hard. Do simpler. Make uh, easy. Uh, my brain operates simple, uh, similarly. It just goes, mm, that hard. Fuck it. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> Me done. <laughs> time to think about boobs again. <laughs> Nappy times. <laughs> Zeros look like boobs. Eight look like two boobs laying on side. Zero and eight, best numbers. Nine look like one boob deflated. That's sad. <laughs> eight, zero, zero, eight look like word boobs. If written on graphic, if regular on calculator. 8008 look like boob. 80085 boobs. Oh, see? Math too hard for me. Mm-hmm. Back to boobs. Can't forget to the branch five. Out. Doesn't, doesn't look like boob, but make two boob from one boob. Magic five. If it was 8008, you could just hang, two zero, two, hang the boobs through the two zeros. Hmm. That's the kind of math I can get behind. Or actually, I'd rather be in front of it. I would rather be in front of that math. Because from behind, you can't see the math. I mean the boobs. I mean the boob math. Oh, dude, name this episode boob math. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) That's That's the voice of someone who's given up. I think I will name the I think I will name the episode boob math. Why not? Uh, so, guys, when I said 14 years, I, I wasn't kidding. It's yes, Sunday. We, we, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. It is Sunday. Yeah. 
but it's Sunday, May 29th right now. And Tuesday, May 31st is the 14 year anniversary of the first time we recorded Tancast. Holy butts. Yeah. Happy anniversary, guys. Yeah. I got you. You know what I got you? <laughs> exactly what you deserve. I Nothing. got you mediocrity. <laughs> but Tim, the 14 and for 14th anniversary is the uh, swift kick in the nuts anniversary. <laughs> oh dear. Why didn't you get me a swift kick in the nuts? Uh, look in this economy with inflation and supply chain issues, I can't get kicks and nuts. Like, um, what am I, Bill Gates? Oh, well, uh, <laughs> I mean, kind of, <laughs> no, not even kind of no, a little bit. Like but, I'm pretty sure he could have he could have multiplied fourteen times three kind of, in his head. Kind of Look at glasses. So you got that going for you. <laughs> I do got that going for me. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, you're like you're like eighty percent on your way to Bill Wait, Gates. <laughs> do do I still count as scrawny now that I'm fat? I thought you can't be fat and scrawny. You're fat, scrawny, <laughs> skinny, what fat. A weird. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just fat. <laughs> don't take away my identity. Don't 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 try and suppress my truth. I'm fat. <laughs> you know it. You know it. <laughs> and I mean, Tim is living his truth every day. <laughs> yep. I live my truth. I live large my truth. <laughs> so, Tim, we're we're in a bit of a paradox here because you can't give me a swift kick in the nuts because of inflation, but without a swift kick in the nuts, nothing will inflate my nuts. Tim, where's my inflation? Where's my inflation, buddy? (sighs) I I don't know, Andy. (laughs) Oh, suddenly Tim doesn't want to talk about fluid buildup under the skin. Yep. What a sudden, what a what a sudden unexpected turn of events this is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I, I like that at least one listener must have missed us in our absence and is now regretting that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you mean like you are? You're like, oh yeah, sometimes Andy talks. Fuck. Whew. I haven't released it yet at the recording of this episode, which is what I've said in the last three episodes. <laughs> oh, hey, there's an episode that's not released yet. <laughs> but we, like, I took the turn just yammering about a, like a long story and then segued into a side story in the middle of my long story in the last episode and kept calling myself out about it. <laughs> uh, like, Hey Andy, are you proud of me? <laughs> <laughs> From the listener's point of view, these episodes will probably be two weeks apart. He's like, is he reminiscing about some shit that just happened last week? Yes, for you. But for us, it happened like a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, because three weeks ago, comma Noah was in uh, in South Carolina, and two weeks ago I was in Chattanooga, and one week ago I was in Florida, and I'm sure Tim did shit in the interim too. Uh, one of those weeks I was in Illinois. Yes, you were watching people change their tax status. <laughs> yes, in oh, they changed the shit out of that tax status. Yeah, was yeah. It? That means they got married. Yeah. Oh, okay. But we're trying to make it sound dirty. <laughs> yeah, you know, in, nothing in dirtier these than days taxes. Of rampant wokeism. They got married. It's like, <laughs> it's like, is that even allowed with these social justice, Black Lives 
trans. I don't know where you're going with this, but it should stop. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> as soon, as soon as we crossed the border into Florida and I said, Hey guys, we're in Florida now. Drew goes, gay. <laughs> <laughs> Did he roll down the window first? He did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And he said gay so much while we were in Florida. Every time somebody mentioned Florida, he'd be like, yeah, gay. And then he'd look around <laughs> like he was waiting for the cops to come or something. Like he thought that he was summoning Ron DeSantis. <laughs> he was like, hey, are we going to go by where Ron DeSantis is? I'm like, that's Tallahassee. And that's like 100 miles from here. He's like, can we go there? I'm like, that's like 100 miles from here. He's like, can we get closer? I'm like, maybe on the way home. <laughs> so on the way home, we did drive like along the panhandle towards Tallahassee. Uh, Wait, and when you were by my house, I have a panhandle. Oh, that's crazy, man. <laughs> I wonder what other kinds of pans have handles. I should go check my kitchen. <laughs> and, and also Texas. And Oklahoma. And Oklahoma. Yeah, so uh, so when we were at the point where I'm like, okay, this is the closest we are going to get to Tallahassee this whole ride, Drew yells, gay! <laughs> Again. <laughs> oh, it was good times. <laughs> what were you doing there? Uh, so... In the olden times, you know, pre-pandemic, uh, my company would do, um, like, annual retreats. Uh, where like everyone packs up into a car, the the company doesn't like pay to to fly you to places, but it's like within driving distance. Gotcha. So you drive your ass there, uh, and they put you up in a uh, like like a nice hotel, and um, they pay for like dinners and booze and snacks and a whole bunch of other shit like that. Um, so it's sort of like transportation's on you, and uh, breakfast and lunch are on you, but like the company's covering everything else. Uh, so we didn't do that for two years in a row. Uh, and we finally did, did do that again. So that's, that's where we were was, was back at the, uh, the company retreat. Uh, and it was, it was weird. Magical. Like, obviously it wasn't like previous times cause COVID is still like fucking happening. Uh, and no, it was, not in Florida. It's everything's fine in Florida. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, worry about so that this, shit. this is crazy. Like the part of Florida that we're in has like 20% higher vaccination rate than Metro Atlanta does. Like Atlanta is more highly vaccinated than the rest of Georgia. And it's still like 60% of the total population, like all, all ages population, including like little kids. Uh, so we went from a place that's like 60% to a place that's like 80%. <laughs> like it's so fucking Upgrade. weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, it's so fucking weird to think that, like, we're safer here <laughs> than we were at home. Well, not, you know, in our house, but, like, in, in our neighborhood and shit. Uh, but the uh, the company had, like, like globally, not just, like, my office, who are the people who are having this retreat. The company globally had changed its policy two weeks before this is going to happen from all of the adults who are attending have to have proof of vaccination to fuck it. Uh, and that, that like Caitlin and I had made the decision that we were going to go to this thing based on the fact that all of the adults there would have to provide proof of vaccination or they, they would have to have, if they were an employee, they could have a, um, 
uh, a medical or a religious exemption that like the company would have to review and approve. Uh, so for some reason, the company, as it has multiple times across the pandemic, has decided, you know what, we're just going to go on the honor system. And I say, you know, if there's anything that the last six years have taught us, it's the honor system doesn't mean dick to a big portion of our population, some of whom work with us. Uh, so I was very unhappy about that. I let people know how unhappy I was. Some people were so unhappy, they canceled their free vacation. They're like, fuck that. I'm not going to that. Um, remember the part where I said the, the company pays for dinner? Uh, Caitlin and I did not go to any of those dinners because they were holding them inside. Uh, and I'm like, even if everyone is vaccinated, putting like a couple hundred people into a big ballroom together for like a couple hours, that, it doesn't seem like like smart planning. So instead of going and hanging out and having dinner and like spending a bunch of time, uh, you know, enjoying the company of, of a bunch of work friends, many of whom I haven't seen in like two fucking years, uh, you know, at least face to face, like I've seen people virtually. Um, it's not the same. You can't hug a zoom call. Um, yeah, we, uh, you can we, the way I do it. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Teach me your ways. No. Uh, so we, we had, we had dinner on our own. Uh, it it was, it it was fine. Like we had dinner with Drew the first night and we had dinner in a, in a big hallway (laughs) second night. Like we just, we went and grabbed food, uh, and then took it away from like where everyone else is going. Like everyone's going, filing into a ballroom and Caitlin and I turned around and walked the other fucking direction and just found some like nice chairs in like the middle of a hall that nobody was walking through in the hotel. It's like a little seating area just, just for us. And we ate there. Um, Got back, found out a fuck ton of people who went and who actually like ate dinners in the ballrooms. Uh, guys, this is going to come as some surprise, but a uh, bunch of them caught COVID. The devil, you say. <laughs> the devil, indeed. Uh, but I have taken COVID tests since I've gotten home. Uh, no signs of COVID among the family. So looks like. Looks like we were correct to neo dodge away from those large gatherings of people, and I still went out like you know after dinner there was uh, there was like outdoor bars that we could go to where we just had like open tabs with the uh, with the company. Um, so I went to those open bars and and drank among people who I knew were vaccinated outside away from other people like you know didn't go into the bars or whatever, uh, and uh, it it wasn't it wasn't like it was the previous times like we the, the company also pays for like activities for people to go do uh and we canceled our activity because we're like yeah we're not going to be in close proximity doing shit during the day to people we're not going to be like on a little catamaran or whatever on a booze cruise or you know going out to like the sandbar thing or whatever we're not going to be with people who we don't know if they're vaccinated or not we're not going to hang out at night with people if we don't know they're vaccinated or not um so yeah we, we sort of had to we had to adjust what kind of of vacation thing we were going to have and it's um it was frustrating it's still frustrating i'm frustrated at my company for the decisions that it made that sort of forced us into those decisions i'm frustrated that at every step of the pandemic it seems to kind of be trying to take the the approach of like well you know we just but people have to make their own choices and choices can have consequences that's the other like 
People make choices. Choices have consequences. That's how the fucking phrase goes. It's not like people have, other people can make choices and we just have to accept that they're making choices. Well, yeah, but like we don't have to say they get to make choices for us. It's not that if, if the options are for them to make the choice to not get vaccinated and to stay the fuck home and work from there. That's fine. They've made a choice and that choice has that consequence. But if they choose not to get vaccinated and our response as a company is to throw our hands up and say, gosh, Dan, we wish we sure, sure do wish we could do something about that. Um, well, we fucking can. You just don't, you lack the will to do it because you don't want to step in the middle of something that's been politicized and you don't want to piss off some subset of our employees. So you act like there's nothing that can be done. Uh, yeah. So it's super weird guys. Cause after four years at this company and really loving this company and seeing the company, like take really, really, really good care of employees and some, uh, in some very difficult situations. Um, I saw the, the decisions we were making around the pandemic and it kind of shook my faith. Uh, and then, uh, when the, the Roe v. Wade news, or I guess pre news kind of shook everything up. Uh, when the, the Supreme Court pending decision, their, their decision draft leaked, uh, knowing that Georgia has a law that's ready to go into place like immediately um, in our Republican-controlled state, uh, a couple of people asked, like, hey, is the company going to do anything for, um, for the, uh, the, the childbearing age members of our, uh, our, our community? Are, are they going to, you know, take any steps to make sure that these people retain access to the healthcare they need? Uh, and the response we got back is basically the company's staying out of it. I'm like, well, okay. So turns out there's limits. Uh, so I started kind of feeling around for like another job. <laughs> Cause I'm 45 and I'm realizing like, I know a lot of shit about the shit that I do. And I'm, uh, I, I'm in a, I'm blessed with a position of, of seniority and skill and marketability where I can use that finally to hold employers feet to the fire. So I've, I've let it be known in my company that um, that these decisions that or lack thereof, uh, that where the company is refusing to what I see as doing the right thing, um, that I may not be there for much longer. Uh, and, and guys, not to put too fine a point on it, but like, there's actually, there's millions of dollars in company income resting on whether I stay at the company or not, which is a weird position to be in, but it's also like. I feel like I can't just sit and be quiet about shit like this. Like I've spent a lot of time working for companies that make decisions where I'm like, that is not the best, like the most moral thing that we could be doing right now. But other people who are more powerful than me say that's what we're doing. And I like being able to pay my mortgage. So I'm going to continue to do this. Yeah. I mean, I think that is a general tactic how people, fall in line as opposed to pushing back on what's what they feel is wrong 
because yeah. it's like, well, I got bills to pay. I got family mm-hmm. to feed. So I'm just going to, you know, toe the line, you know, to not shake the boat. Yeah. And I do have bills to pay and I do have family to feed. And that stuff does, it does deeply concern me. But guys, I am finally metaphorically as fat as I physically am. I'm finally able to rock a boat. <laughs> so yeah, that's been my uh, last several weeks. Because <laughs> obviously all of that news broke uh, just as we were going on our little Tancast hiatus for everyone's travels. Uh, and then the actual trip to Florida happened and a bunch of people caught COVID and made me say, I fucking told you so. I didn't say fucking, but I did say, I told you so. <laughs> so, uh, did you go to Disney world while you're there? I didn't know we were in, uh, the, the, we were on the opposite side of Florida from where like we, we were almost to Alabama. Oh, well then my interest in this conversation has dropped even further. <laughs> Uh, I was just listening to hear about Disney World. <laughs> I was like, when's he going to the Disney World part? <laughs> it was like six, seven hours on the road from Atlanta to get there. Uh, and we spent the majority of those hours in Alabama. Like, that's that's how far west in Florida we were. I see. Oh, and um, guys, I don't know if you know this about rural Alabama. Uh, there's a, There's a lot of Confederate flags, like giant fucking confederate flags just flapping everywhere in the breeze i'm like oh man like even even as a white dude like i feel like i don't have the right accent to safely get out of the car here so when we got to florida salt caleb like remind me before we leave like this built-up area to get gas because i am not fucking stopping in southern alabama uh and we actually hit we had some team members who were like yeah i'm looking for interesting back road like want to go see like old towns, like, like gorgeous old homes, like the old South. And people are like, you maybe shouldn't do that (laughs) because I have done that as a person of color. Uh, and I got stared out of some town. Like I, uh, like there, there were, there was one time where like the police just appeared behind me and followed me all the way to the edge of the town. Yeah. Yeah. That shit still, still happens. (laughs) They got the whole internet now. You Google Maps will do that for you. Here, let me just, let me map this racist town for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two miles ahead on the route, racism. <laughs> Peckerwood's ahead on the right. <laughs> uh, they they legit used to have travel guides for for black travelers of like where you can safely stay and where like how to get safely from point A to point B. And like how to try, uh, time your stops for like lunch and gas and and lodging and everything. Where yeah, that like, was the Green Book. Yeah, the uh, the Hollywood sanitized movie. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean they just gotta hang off each other and it's all it's all good? Yeah. Problem solved. Yeah. Yeah. So no, what were you up to? Probably yeah, less nothing. racist stuff. Oh, nothing no, at all. No, I'm just kidding. I met friend of the show, Vic. We went and saw a movie together. Um, yeah, we uh, we he came. We drove all the way to the city, uh, and yeah, we went and saw. Was it the Chippendale uh, movie? Fuck! I always fuck. Why do I forget the <laughs> the unbearable likeness of being? <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> the unbearable I, I, weight of massive talent. 
Yes, the that one. Everything, talent, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> <laughs> and the multiverse of madness. <laughs> of Dumbledore? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was lovely to meet Vic. I think I, think I now, probably, I don't know about why, Marge, but I, yeah, I think I've met the most listeners of the show. Uh, yeah, I believe that's correct. Because <laughs> um, the only listeners of the show that I have met are talking to me right now or related <laughs> well, to me. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I would say listeners that I that were didn't know me before. I feel yeah. like Andy, you know people who like listen to the show, not very many, but like yeah. after knowing you. But yeah, I think yeah, the people who I didn't know before <laughs> and I know through the show. Yeah, I think I think uh, it's the most. And Tim uh, and I've had some like old high school friends find out about the show and you know listen to a couple of episodes. So like I, I do know them too. But yes. I have met no one through the show. I met Leslie and Grace uh, like the same weekend, as I recall. <laughs> they were both in Disneyland. Well, one worked there at the time. <laughs> you dirty uh, double-timer. I met Alyssa, but I met her before there was a show. <laughs> and I don't even know if she still listens. I think four? I think I'm up to four? That sounds right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was the sh- the movie. It was it was entertaining, but it was also like it seemed very like mainstream. Like one of them get like a little crazy. I'm like, it's fucking Nick Cage, man. Just like you know, he's, he's wild. I mean, they they did like hint at like they did like did a little bit of like you know, oh look at like references to other movies and like you know he could be a little over the top. But I feel like they could have done way more. Um, but it was still enjoyable. Uh, yeah, but I want a little bit more from it. So you're uh, saying this movie was not a national treasure? It was not. <laughs> <laughs> I would not. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think some stupid face-off thing, and I couldn't. I couldn't get there. Okay. But you wouldn't beat it with The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just need to ask ourselves whether man is ready for such a film. I mean, I don't think it'll be gone in 60 seconds. Okay. Like, it's not pure magic, but it might be, say, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> uh, of Sorcerer's Apprentices, you know, that was, uh, that was an adaptation. <laughs> oh. Oh. I see what you did there. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I would like it if it was a little bit more primal. Mm. <laughs> you pig. I would have liked it if it was made out of like just stuff you find around the house, like a bunch of matchstick men. <laughs> Which are not so much pro-fire, they're just con air. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Tim, I give that a vampire's kiss. Mm. We're going to be doing this all night until we're moonstruck. Oh, man. man. Yeah, we're going to be doing this until the sea levels rise and somebody has to be raising Arizona. Better that than leaving Las Vegas. You guys kick ass. <laughs> oh, Lord of War. <laughs> <laughs>
Jesus. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> uh. <laughs> So anyway, Hollywood, Los Angeles, the city of angels. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how am I going to reference the movie I was in? I was going to say. <laughs> I've been waiting. <laughs> Are we tapped out? I got nothing. I mean, National Treasure 2. <laughs> <laughs> Teen Titans go to the movies? <laughs> Okay, so, you know, guys, what's in. next? Uh, there's no way of knowing. <gasps> oh, beautiful. <laughs> uh, Nick Cage has had a lot of films. He has. <laughs> that he has. Yep. Yeah. Some of them are very highbrow and some of them are very crude. Ooh. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> that was very bad, Lieutenant. Oh, <laughs> but is, wasn't that a uh, port of call? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't work the subtitle in. Zing. <laughs> um, oh man! At some point, one of you is going to mean is going to like mention a movie I've never even heard of, and then I'm going to be left behind. Wow. <laughs> You know, a little birdie <laughs> told me. <laughs> that was actually a good movie. <laughs> he, he has a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like, you know, you do enough. I mean, it's not like, I mean, yeah, he's, he, he does what he does. And like, you know, I think he's, he has some talent <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. Massive Dude. talent. Yeah. <laughs> and it's an unbearable weight. <laughs> but you know, guys, sometimes he, he tries to make a great movie and just roll snake eyes. I feel like my thunder has been stolen. Stolen? So, okay, that one is a reference to the Flophouse when they did that movie. The the trailer. For some reason, when they announce his name, they go, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Oh. <laughs> And so when okay. they started, they started referring to him as Nicholas Cage for the rest of that podcast, and then they started just adding that pause into random parts of other things. So like, we just watched Olin. <laughs> Isn't it like it's so weird? Like, if you watch old trailers, like they all fit. Like, I mean, I'm sure it happens now, but like in like the '90s, I feel like. There's like there's this very specific style and voiceover of trailer that just like was everywhere. Like I remember watching Basquiat, the trailer for Basquiat, which is like, you know, it's kind of like a heavy movie and like just like it was like almost like a rom com. Like I don't, I'm like what what are you doing here? What's I don't know. They're lying to get people in the door, Noah. That's <laughs> what marketing's been doing for ages. Uh, also, that movie has a lot of fucking people in it. Basquiat. Yeah. Does it have Nicolas Cage? I don't think it does. Okay, because the Wicker Man had Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Bees. Uh, but it, what it had, it had Jeffrey Wright. It had Benicio Del Toro, David Bowie, Dennis Hopper, Christopher Walken, Gary Oldman, William Defoe, 
uh, Parker Posey, Courtney Love. And a partridge in a pear tree. Wait, didn't you do anything else over our break? Didn't you go somewhere? Yeah. We Wait, have, about I, have we not recorded since I went to Charleston? No. No. Oh. Did you go to a wedding? Did Peggy Sue get married? Wait, did we do one in the middle of the week? Damn it. That was oh, fun. I see what you did. I know what you did, Tim. Oh, damn god it. damn it. Uh yeah, I went to I went to fucking Charleston. <laughs> Um, Seriously, what did you go to Charleston for? <laughs> oh, I went for uh, a birthday, someone's birthday. So uh, Cynthia's uh, cousin's husband's birthday. Okay, so a complete stranger. Uh, I've met him before. Lies. Uh, they used to live here, and now they live in. Nah, they don't live in Charleston, but they live nearby. Um, so yeah, they rent out. So uh, they rent out a whole house, like this whole big house, to have like you know just hang out. Have friends and family there, you know, drink. And it was like a block away from the beach, or not even block, it was the beach was across the street, and you just went down this pathway. But like, this is the first house I've ever personally been in that had its own elevator. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, wow. How much did you use the elevator? And did I used you send once. the, like, did you send the elevator to other floors and like step out so when it arrived, people thought it was a ghost rider? No, I did not. <laughs> okay. We've moved on. (laughs) 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 I've been Uh, sitting on that, trying to figure out a way to get it in. Like elevator, I'm like, people ride elevators. (laughs) Uh, Please continue. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So yeah, I wrote it once, just because, like, well, at least I can say I did this. Now I can die happy. (laughs) That was the one thing in the elevator. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It did go slow, and I was like, what if it gets stuck? (laughs) I don't want this to happen. Yeah, it was not like a speedy elevator, like in an apartment, like, you know, in like regular office building where it's like, oh, I'm already on another floor. It's just like, I'm like, oh, it's been a minute. <laughs> Is it stuck? Is it moving? What's going on? So did you Aerosmith it? Nope. Um... <laughs> <laughs> wow, you shut that down real quick. Oh. <laughs> I'm not yes ending you today. <laughs> But love in an elevator. Yeah. Live it enough when you're going down. down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love it uh, enough until you hit the ground. In the air. In the air. Charleston, it's fine. It's not necessarily a town that I like. feel like I have to go back to. Very, very white. A lot, a lot of racist. You know, I mean, that's America. <laughs> but particularly there. Uh, they have. Oh, this is so interesting. So we, I was there and like. I was hanging out with Cynthia, and she's like, oh, like, you know, there's this market over here that was used to sell slaves. And I'm like, she's like, but the plaque doesn't say anything about it. I'm like, and it's not like, it didn't seem like from my impression that the, the town was trying to necessarily hide its racist roots. Like, they had a, a museum that was all about the markets, and we went to the museum, and they did not mention this market that was a few blocks away at all. And I was like, that feels weird that they, the plaque didn't say anything, and this museum didn't mention anything. And so I googled it and like multiple things multiple sites like no slaves were ever sold here that's a misconception but it was so funny we then we went out uh on the town we're talking to this uh black fella uh who's uh worked at the spa he's like yeah i don't believe it slaves were sold there and i'm like like and i like maybe they were but i'm more on the side of like they probably weren't and it just like it's so interesting that people just push like you know i know it's a common thing just push this idea of like nope it happened and i'm gonna believe this even if it's not even if it's not true even I'm if like, I am presented with evidence that it is in fact not true. 
Yeah, it, just, it fits my narrative. So, and then you know, it just happens on both sides. It was just interesting kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, all right. I mean, may, I could be wrong. I, I I feel like, yeah, especially like yeah, more more. I feel like my big point of evidence is like I feel, we went to a museum where that is all they talk about, and he talked about so many other sites around the area that sold slaves, and he did not, did not mention, hey, you know that market where they have all the chotskis over there? They sold slaves there. Well, that's going to really hurt the Chashki market. <laughs> I mean, I don't think people care. Also, those places are not my jam. I'm like, yeah, this is the same shit you can buy in all the other markets <laughs> that I've been into towns, like, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, there are, like, it is nice because there are a, little, a few little things that you can stop by. You're like, oh, this person is actually doing something different. Uh, so I actually ended up buying, like, a postcard. My mom loves postcards when I travel. Uh, and I don't strictly stick to postcards, but there's a really nice photo of this person I take. So I bought the photo. I'm like, all right, she'll like that. Um, we stayed at the beach. The beach was lovely. I I will say I think I enjoy visually California beaches, like with the rockiness and the tide pools. And maybe they have that there, but there it just seemed like a lot of sand. But the water was way warmer there, and it was much like the waves were much calmer. And I I so I don't swim in the ocean normally, but I was like, all right, you know, it's calm here. Uh, I'll swim in the ocean. And what I yeah, go in the ocean by where everyone is sitting. And then I'm swimming around, and then I look up. I'm like, oh, I am way farther down than I was before. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they are way over there. And, like, you don't even really notice it. You're just kind of like, oh, I'm splashing around. <laughs> Wee! Wee! Where'd everyone go? Oh, I'm all by myself. <laughs> yeah. And I'm getting uh, old. Drew and I weren't even swimming. And uh, there were, like, there'd, there'd been a bunch of storms that had come through. There was a bunch more coming right behind them. Um, but, yeah, when we – the first day that we were in Florida – uh, there was a very strong cross current and like, even just standing there, I look up, I'm like, we're like 200 yards down the beach. <laughs> We've been standing in the water. Like we like standing still, we thought, and we're 200 yards down the beach. Sorry. I didn't mean um, to, yeah, sorry. I was just no, inserting. Yeah. Shit's weird. Yeah, it's the ocean. That, I mean, that's why the ocean frightens me. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I normally don't swim in the ocean because I'm like, I'm not a strong swimmer. Uh, I will leave that <laughs> to itself. I will enjoy you from afar, Ocean. Look at you looking over there. You're lovely. I, I'm like Billy Ocean. That's how much I... <laughs> You're like, how I much will I not get into it. your car. <laughs> that was him, right? Yeah. <laughs> get out of my train. Get in the backseat, baby. <laughs> get into my car. Um, yeah, so we stayed mostly in this place called Isle of the Palms, which is right by the beach. Uh, and it's like, it's always interesting, like when I travel, cause people always ask me, oh, did you have some good food? I did have some good food, but also like, I mean, I live in San Francisco. I'm like, I have good food a lot. Like, I, I can't say there's ever, I've ever been to a place where it like, there's been good food, but I'm not, I've been like, my God, this is way better than, you know, where I'm from. Um, but I also had some delicious barbecue, which I love. What? Snooty. (laughs) Snooty. (laughs) This food is not good as well. Look at these (laughs) plebs with their food. (laughs) (laughs) If I had to eat this, I'd stomp my own testicle flat with a ball peen hammer. (laughs) 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 No, it's lovely. Thank you. Can I have seconds? Uh, (laughs) Uh, Nope. Don't talk like that. And the person's uh, like, sir, this is Wendy's. <laughs> Why are they square? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I have no idea if this was because I was a black guy, but I remember one time I was at a Wendy's at an airport 
and this you know uh fellow this fellow black fellow is helping me and i order a wendy's frosty he's like just take it go ahead i was like really he's like yeah go ahead i was like all right <laughs> and i was just like a free frosty for i don't know why <laughs> i was like is, is this solidarity <laughs> it tastes like chocolate but it feels like solidarity <laughs> My reparations. <laughs> One <laughs> I was hoping I would get a little bit more, but all right. Um, how many? How many mule is, is one frost? Like what fraction of a mule is a frost? How many acres? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we stayed out of the palms for most of the time, and then we stayed in Charleston proper for a few days. Uh, and Charleston proper is a, it's a lovely city. Like it's got some nice buildings some of the architecture kind of reminds me of new orleans a little bit it's not exactly the same but mm-hmm. kind of sim- some of the same elements um yeah i walked around a little bit uh swipe of the water which i love i like i feel like as i've traveled more and more i like realize i really like being next to water like like i love like marshlands love the beach i love just the bay or well not the bay but it's like ocean um yeah it's just super nice uh yeah and like like i said very white I, I think there's another part of town that we didn't get to explore that is more uh people of color uh we did go visit a 400 plus year old tree it's a, it's a good looking tree you're like hey tree you're taking care of yourself That's a <laughs> but yeah it's like I, coming like going to new orleans and then going to charleston you know both places in the south i'm like yeah i would go to new orleans way more many times and i don't know if i would ever go to charleston again <laughs> Like unless has well, good news. They go. won't invite you back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was yeah, hot and it was hot and humid there. <laughs> did you say that it's hot and humid today? <laughs> I, I did not. <laughs> oh, missed out. So yeah, all in all, it was a good trip. Um, yeah, they're definitely one of the states where it's not like it's New Orleans was like, ah, yeah, I'm just gonna buy a drink and just walk down the street with it. It's like there you can only sell hard, you sell a hard alcohol in one store, and if you want to buy wine and beer, you got to go to a different store. And everything that's in the hard alcohol store has to have alcohol in it. So they, I guess, they make special products that have like one percent alcohol. So it's like basically a mixer, but they have to put like a little bit of alcohol in there so they can sell in these stores. Package like, stores. Uh... Pure the South is fucking weird. <laughs> what'd you call? What'd you say, Andy? Package stores. Package stores. Yes. Ah, okay. Yeah, I, where they show you a picture of. I a haven't dick. heard that term. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was like, all right. Well, whatever. <laughs> uh, man, some good food. If there's a, there's a place called Acme. Oh, was it? I'll have to look up the name. That place was deli- Like it was not a place. Like you look at it, you wouldn't think like, oh, they have like good food. Uh. I was one of my favorite places I ate. It was like a little, I don't think just a breakfast spot, but I went for breakfast twice. Delicious. Yeah, but don't get their road hunter hunting products because they don't work. <laughs> I didn't. They didn't offer it, but maybe those are in the back. I mean, maybe they stopped selling them because the, you know the PR campaign <laughs> like, by the Coyote <laughs> lobby. Let's shift to brunch. <laughs> <laughs> Look, these road runners are kicking our ass. Let's just <laughs> fucking make some eggs. <laughs> It's some eggs and some grits. <laughs> yeah, like our our products really rely on physics operating, and physics seems to break down in the presence of Roadrunners, and it's really given us a bad name. How, how do you even handle that? 
You just fold as a company. Yeah, I guess so. You switch to making breakfast. So many bad Yelp reviews. Yeah. And I found a tiki bar. So that was was like, (laughs) yes. I whenever I go, I'm always like, I want to try tiki bar. So I went there. It was all right. Noah raves. It's aight. <laughs> like they, they made a mai tai, and it was weird. It was like they were like riffing on mai tai, and I was like, I don't know, it's fine, but I don't know if I love it. Um, hey guys, it seems like someone else's delicious. Tie. <laughs> they, they're just good as they were. <laughs> Why are you trying to fuck with me? <laughs> Gonna oh. put it in some uh, grenadine and call it an hour tie, comrade. <laughs> Zack Snyder of mai tais over here. You don't need to deconstruct it. Just make it how it says on the box. <laughs> <laughs> like my tie box. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> my first my tie. <laughs> oh, guys, guys. Speaking of in the box, over the years, for various reasons, Caitlin and I will reference like an Amazon box will arrive. Hey, what's in the box? What's in the box? Uh, and at some point, one of us replied, "Gwen's head." And now Drew knows the answer to what what's in the box is Gwen's head. And Did he not he know that? Still- Oh, he he is still many years too young to to see the movie Seven, but I've realized that in making these dumb family jokes, we have spoiled we have spoiled the final twist of a very twisty movie that Drew may actually watch in many many years from now. I mean, by the time he realized what's been spoiled, it's only minutes away from being revealed anyway. This is true, but he won't get that gut punch. That we all got when we saw it. Yeah. And we do say Ooh. Gwen's head and not the character said. Speaking of gut punches, hmm? uh, has everyone watched Kenobi? No. Yes. Well, too bad. I'm spoiling the beginning. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> uh, it starts with a, a scene of Order 66. Mm-hmm. Because Dave Filoni fucking loves Order 66 and has to work it into just about everything. Mm. Yeah. I don't even know what Order 66 is. That's that's the murder that's, of all the Jedis. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. However, this time, like they literally start with a Jedi class going on with young Padawans, and then clone troopers break in and start shooting. And I was like, fucking two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> Slap a warning on there, Disney. And hilarious, not hilariously, but like originally it was supposed to come out that day. Like they pushed it back. Like it was supposed to come out on the twenty fifth on the anniversary of Star Wars, but they they pushed it back for whatever what it wasn't done, or I can't remember why they decided to push it back. But I'm like, this would have been even worse. <laughs> I mean, and I know it's fiction; it's not the same. Like they obviously didn't plan it. They weren't like, I know what it'll do. Let's fucking kick people in the nuts over a recent reg- national tragedy. But I was uh, still like, oh well, that that's a hell of a way to start this. Well, that's not true. The way they started it was, and like this little, like the, it's like starts to fade in from black and this little button comes up that says, skip recap. I was like, skip recap. It's the first episode. And then they start showing like a synopsized version of episodes one through three. I was like, yeah, because famously no one's seen these. Good idea. Let's go. Let's throw <laughs> a recap I, I, in I, here. I don't know what, you know, I lost my, you know, <laughs> like what, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they didn't even put the line about sand in there. So how am I supposed to know how Anakin feels about it? I know. It's important <laughs> for his character recap. development. <laughs> Why is Darth Vader never going to the beach? Oh, well, the, if only the recap had told us. Maybe he doesn't like water. No, you idiots. <laughs> Actually, I've seen a lot of things since we've last recorded. Uh, I saw... 
Wait. Fantastic Beasts before and you, The Secret of What oh, what do you yeah. think of Obi-Wan? Uh, I enjoyed it. I do not like there's a certain character who we've seen before but never at this age uh that I'm like ugh. Oh, was okay. that, so it was a, that reference to my I sent you a text the other day. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I I'm I'm on board. Yeah. I'm like, mm, like no. Nope. Someone's a little too precious, please. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yep. No, that also, it's like it's what Oh, sorry. Just a, just a general thing. I it's more but like like sometimes in chase scenes when it's obvious like the person chasing another person can easily <laughs> catch the fuck out of the person and like these little things like, oh, I can't grab you. It's like, what the fuck? Come on, really? Can we actually come up with realistic reasons why you can't catch them? Not like, bridge got in my way. Uh, guys, uh, Drew, so, so Drew did really, really well in the last semester. We got him a big set of Legos to, uh, to celebrate uh, his scholastic achievement. Um, Got him the um, the Millennium Falcon, not not the like the six hundred dollar whatever like uh, uh, collector's edition thing, but like the the regular one, which is still a, a big fucking set. Um, so we got him that, and he made reference to uh, the nose being different than it was in Solo, and I was like, really? He's like, yeah, it's totally different than it was in the Kessel Run in Solo. How do you remember that? <laughs> so we like I looked it up online and I'm like, oh shit, look at that. Like the nose isn't split. And yeah, I guess something happened during the during that scene of solo. So he's like, hey, could we watch solo again? I'm like, you can watch solo. <laughs> you can watch it by yourself. Or to put it another way, alone. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, he did it. Wow. <laughs> oh, Wait, what I do? Isn't alone another Nick Cage movie? Oh, is it? I was just trying to make it seem like I was setting up that I was going to say you can watch it solo. Oh, so And then not say that. <laughs> Am I thinking of a different... I may be thinking of a different thing. I mean, you may be right, but the, 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 the entire joke I was going for was, oh, he's going to say solo and think he's proud of himself, and then not. I, that's <laughs> why I thought you did. I was like, yep, I'm on board. I was a poet, and I didn't even mean to rhyme those words just then. No, well, I was thinking of a different Nick Cage movie. Okay, sorry. It's, yep. <laughs> that's from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nicholas Cage. Uh, oh. Anyway, Solo. Yes, yeah, sorry. Watch the, the Brooklyn Nine-Nine reference uh, threw me off. Um, Don't let it. The uh, the end result, though, is uh, as he and I were having lunch yesterday, um, Caitlin was taking a nap. So he's like, ah, can we watch Solo? I'm like, fine, we'll watch Solo. Starts off with a, a, a speeder chase, which is basically like a car chase, and, and they're like zipping through things and like like in narrow areas, and Drew's like, oh, pod race much? I was like, oh, no, my son, this is a car chase. This is <laughs> this is just a classic car chase. He's like, why? Like, they caught up with them, from, but they can't pass them? How did, how did they catch up with them and they can't pass them? I'm like, those are the rules of car chases. <laughs> It's yeah, like when someone can outrun and a put car. On some cop shows. Like they're <laughs> like running away from a car, and it's like they are running for, for, for way longer than they should be in front of the car. It's like uh, uh, the car would have hit you by now. <laughs> was that <laughs> the car should have hit you by now? Yeah, it's like <laughs> I mean, you look kind of in shape, but not that shape. <laughs> yeah, listen, Mel Gibson, I understand your you your top tip top shape. I'm sure. <laughs> Running away from all your imaginary Jew enemies really keeps you in shape. <laughs> uh, Tim was going to tell us all the other things we saw. Wait, oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it, 
wait, what what happened? I gotta know what, what caused that. Oh, oh, you you mentioned the Fantastic Beast movie, and I was like, I realize it's coming to HBO like really soon, so I'll probably watch oh. it soon as well, like in a couple days. Uh, I yes, mean, same here. Don't don't break your ankle trying to get to it. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I was just about to just ha- slam a hammer to my ankle. Tim, are you saying, watch this movie. Are you, Tim, are you saying that the money grab? I mean, the 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 new reimagining of the expanded Wizarding World, uh, Fantastic Beasts, which started with such like amazing reviews for the first film, has has not continued to live up to to its fantastic starting point. I thought people generally liked the first film. I did. I it, did. It got let's say middling reviews. Oh well, I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, the second one in the series, though, that room really shit the bed. Oh man, Crimes uh, of Grindelwald was. Yeah, I mean, it was a crime of fucking cinema. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> yeah, now stuff that. happens. Why is it happening? Because it's time. And now we've all finally seen Doctor Strange. Yes, and I'm going to see it again in a couple hours. Uh, I don't know if I'd see it again. Uh, my son wants uh, my son wants to see it. And my other son's going to a birthday party, so I'm like, well, this is how we entertain one son when the other son's busy. I mean, definitely like the parts I liked about it, but overall, it, I didn't love it. All right. I thought uh, it was an interesting choice uh, of like what the what the overall struggle was going to be. I mm-hmm. thought they did a pretty good job of kind of dodging around uh like what the nature of the struggle would would be in the um uh in the trailers. Yes. Although that just set me up for an expectation that I didn't have and that kind of tinted my enjoyment of it. Ah, I see. Whereas like I I walked in realized like I don't know. Like I'm, I'm expecting this movie because they've done a really good job traditionally with Marvel trailers of like giving you an idea of like what the feel of the movie is going to be without like giving away plot. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I walked in and the plot surprised me, it, it not, and like the plot surprised me in that it was like, oh, this is like this is not a very Marvel plot. This is this is different than other Marvel movies have been like this, this kind of breaks the mold a little bit and plays with expectations a bit. I, I enjoyed that. Did you guys watch the pitch meeting? Nicholas Cage. Yes. yes. I feel like he made some good points about, especially about like the main kind of the main reason why the thing's happening. He's just like, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't want to say it, but it's just like, oh, yeah, it's a fair point. Like, oh, I mean, we can throw the spoiler tag up there so we can talk freely. Okay. We're almost at the end of the episode. People can know about yeah, sure. Spoiler tag. No! God! No! God, please, no! 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 Uh, well, yeah, when he's like, didn't we already deal with that <laughs> in the other in the show? <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I thought we kind of did. Yeah, well, it uh, turns out the director had never seen the show. <laughs> <laughs> also, the whole, like, the whole cameo scene with all the people, I'm like, I, I'm like, what was the point? I, I don't know. I don't know if that was really needed, like, f- as far as the story goes. I was like, did they shoehorn that in there after? Because uh, I know they did massive reshoots after Spider Man. I'm like, is that what they did? Was just like, quick, we got to hire a bunch of people and put them in here. Yeah, I'm like, this does not really drive the story forward. And also, <laughs> you know, they all, <laughs> they all died. Well, I seem like mo- not all, or most of them died. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're all dead. <laughs> uh, I mean, the only, the only Captain Marvel was the only person where I was like, maybe that person could still be alive. Maybe. No, they they 
they highly implied that uh, that now there's two Captain. Well, no, sorry, that there's two Captain Britons and multiple Captain Marvels. Well, sure. Uh, and then yeah, a guy was like, "Oh, I'm like, oh, look, uh, Patrick Stewart, he's back. Let's excited. Oh, all right." Yeah. Yeah, I yeah I was. Now that we're in the spoilers, I was just not uncomfortable with how many lives Wanda took. Oh yes, I'm like yes. fucking she. She's like the hero, and she's killing every like she killed tons of those wizards, and then she killed that entire Illuminati people. Like I kept waiting for some sort of rewind where everybody came back to life, like Marvel top you know likes to do. Mm-hmm. And and like no no she just killed all those people, and the, but then she dies, and I'm like well she's definitely coming back in some way shape or form. Well, I think House of M, I don't think it's exactly House of M, but in the House of M, she's not the hero, right? She turns terrible and kills a bunch of people, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she kills all the mutants? Yeah. Well, she so maybe that's kind of mutants, what they're going for. She also kills a bunch of people, as I recall. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I, all right. I did think it was like, I was like, uh, the way they killed, uh, what's his name? The Bolt? Black Bolt? Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> like, that was, that's fucked up. Got creative. Yep. <laughs> yep. I was like, oh, damn. that's cool that they got the guy from that crappy show. Yeah. Oh, that, well, was it the same guy yeah. that was, it was the same it, guy? <laughs> yep. Gave him a proper suit. Yep. <laughs> Gave him some stubble. <laughs> Sealed his mouth shut, blew his brains out. <laughs> <laughs> done and done. Uh, <laughs> the reason that I liked the fact that they didn't like, that they didn't rewind the stuff is because it's. For me, the point of the film was Wanda's grief drove her to embracing the Darkhold, even though she had been told it was evil. And everything that we've seen is sort of like, this isn't just like Wanda grieving. This is like Wanda grieving and, you know, essentially like high on power, high on the the dark magic. So this is like not just self-destructive, but like omni-destructive. And the, the, the hint that it's not like, oh, Wanda bad now is, is just like a lazy toss in that, that it actually is that the dark hold was, you know, this demonic presence driving her to do this, to be this way, to kill these many people is that when you meet the doctor strange that has a copy of the dark hold, uh, that he has been spending time, like just murdering his way through his doppelgangers all right good point i just feel like they didn't do a good enough job of like because like i felt like the the movie was internally justifying is well yeah she lost her kids and that's why she's angry and so you should feel for her on that basis and that's why she made this turn i'm like first of all no second of all she had those kids for like what three days (laughs) (laughs) i i think i was i was thinking more from tin's angle of like this does not seem like a great reason to kill all these people. Especially when, when you've already dealt with your grief for an entire six-episode series, which in movie language means it's dealt with. But I feel like there should have been more like, Wanda, this isn't you. This is the Darkhold. Like, that, that sh- like, people should have been saying that to her to try and snap her out of it and it not working. Yeah. To, so, to be like, no, this isn't just Wanda. Because like, I feel like the movie – as presented, if you're just watching it, it's like people are like the the movie is just saying like this is just Wanda, 
and you have to read into it to figure out that it's the Darkhold. Like, I really wanted it to be like, turns out it was Mephisto, and then they have to team up to fight Mephisto at the end. Not that I am, like, one of the many internet people who have a hard-on for Mephisto showing up in the MCU, <laughs> but just, like, I wanted I wanted somebody to be, like, the final big bad that, you know, Batman and Superman team up to fight to fight at the end of their s- stupid fight that ends after they both realize their first mother's first name is Martha. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Tim? Every time I hang out with you, I say Mephisto. I see that boner you get. <laughs> Spring. <laughs> See, Tim, that's the thing is the the big bad in this movie wasn't Mephisto; it was grief and also dark wizardry. <laughs> I know I'm undercutting my point immediately. <laughs> um. Oh, also, listeners, if you're wondering how much Spider-Man No Way Home you have to be familiar with before you see this movie, fucking zero. None at all. Uh, this movie was originally supposed to come out before (laughs) spider-man no way home and it's implied in this movie that it may actually take place before spider-man no way home well except for the fact that dr strange mentions that they did something with spider-man like they literally throw one line in there to make people know that where this takes place in the continuity but the fact that he knows that there is a spider-man but he said it had multiverse stuff with that spider-man he knows that there's a spider-man he doesn't know who spider-man is Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so Which is yeah, weird because it's that. like they make it seem like, well, it's so long. Nice knowing you, Spider Man. It's like you just won't know his name is Peter Parker. When the guy shows up in the suit, you'll still know who he is. <laughs> and then he'll just take his mask off. And go, Hi, I'm Peter Parker. Great. I don't know what that means, but uh, welcome <laughs> to the club. Yeah, and I thought that movie was totally setting up the this movie. Not at all. Did, yeah, not even a bit. Not even a teensy weensy bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not even the. S- lightest bit <laughs> like hey let's have a multiverse movie that's cool hey let's have a multiverse movie awesome so like a sequel no 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 a multiverse movie like we Tim. just did no 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 a multiverse movie <laughs> yes noah would you say everything all at once was a better multiverse movie than dr um, strange yeah and i feel like I, I don't know if i was talking to you about this uh but i feel like dr strange suffered from no fault of its own of coming out after that movie Oh. People are like, no, I just saw a really good Doctor. Sh- I just saw a really good multiverse movie where they did crazy things. Whereas this multiverse movie went to like maybe three other universes. I mean, <laughs> yes, there's one scene where they flip through a bunch of different universes, but yes. like that whole scene takes five seconds. It does. <laughs> it's like, like we're this- cubes, we're paint, we're. <laughs> also, I mean, I think also the benefit for everything everywhere all at once is like you had no idea what to expect. Like, yes, Doctor Strange has been building, you know, it's building on everything that's before it. So you have some expectations of like what it's going to be, what characters going to do. And like, and that was like, I have no idea what's going to happen. And it surprised that, me like, all the time. So much expectations were being heaped upon Doctor Strange after yeah. No Way Home. They're like, oh, well, after No Way Home did the three Spider-Men, like they're going to do everything. They're going to throw all the X-Men in there. All the Fantastic Four is going to be there. Deadpool's going to show up. Fucking Star Wars is going to fly by. <laughs> yeah, fucking Jesus is going to show up. Like... <laughs> He came back. <laughs> you mean an actor? I'm like, no, the MCU got the real Jesus. They signed him to a seven picture deal. <laughs> Guys, Disney bought Christianity. Did you did you not hear the announcement? Uh, oh, and it was like it was th- oh sorry. I appreciate that it was like it was very different in tone than <laughs> almost every other Marvel I think every other Marvel movie. Like Yeah, probably. Yeah, just I mean, because Sam Raimi just has a very kind of distinct style that definitely came through through. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, guys, I'm telling you, though, uh, the best multiverse movie ever is uh, Season 4, Episode 15 of Futurama, The Farnsworth Parabox. Okay. That is the pinnacle of multiverse <laughs> movies, and it's 22 minutes long. Is that still on long. Netflix? Uh, I think Futurama's moved all to Hulu. Oh, it's, it's coming back. It is. Oh, yeah, that's right. They signed a deal with whatever his name is, and he came back. John DiMaggio. I, I did love that show. Like it was like it was such a good like especially like the I remember just like the last I don't know how the seasons worked out anymore because I feel like it stopped and it started and then I don't know but like I feel like the last few seasons I watched were like oh, they're so like heartwarming and touching and yeah good good stuff mm-hmm. speaking of coming back they're supposedly working on another N- Daredevil series for Disney Plus <gasps> with the same guy right oh, yep yes. but with a different writing crew I think so I don't know about that. And also, Jessica Jones is coming back in some capacity, uh, either in the Daredevil show or one of the other Disney Plus shows. Yes, <laughs> I I agree with this. I like it. I want the Punisher back also, and I want some more Luke Cage. And yes. Iron Fist can stay Iron Fucked. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> he should just show up in Shang-Chi too, like, hey, I'm here and I can help. And Shang-Chi be like, no, nah, we're right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to go back to the work on a subway. What what can you do? Well, Mephis used to glow, but apparently, as of the end of my series, now my guns glow. I got I got glowy guns though. That's what? Cool. I I didn't watch Iron Fist season two. Is that is that really how it ends? It really yeah. So the the end. So the middle of Iron Fist season two. Uh, this guy who was his his childhood friend and now like, uh, like enemy because he's he's pissed off that uh, Danny Rand got the power when this other guy had like trained his whole life for it. Um, and he's pissed off that like Danny Rand, do- like he- that he left and then he doesn't know how to control it. So the guy figures out a way to like take the iron <laughs> fist away from Danny Rand. I don't know if he takes it fully or if it's like he like copies it or something. I think he t- fully takes it away. Um, but they figure out a way to like, okay, we're, we're going to take it back by, uh, by like disabling his iron fist temporarily. And they disable his iron fist temporarily. And then his other fist glows. And the guy's like, oh yeah, this is supposed to be more than one fist. Like you're, you're such a fucking dumbass. You don't know how to use this. So when they finally defeat the dude, uh, they, they like, they do a cut forward. Cause like a bunch of shit gets like really fucked up. They cut forward where like people have been uh, like chasing stuff around the world for a while. Um, Colleen now has the iron fist and of course, like, why not? and her sword. Like, so like she makes her fists glow, but then like the sword glows too. And then there's a scene where it's like Danny Rand like pulls guns on a guy to, to threaten him with stuff. Uh, and then like when he shoots the guy, like the guns glow and the bullets glow and shit. So it's like, he's, he's channeled, something into the guns or maybe found the guns and they channel like a different iron weapon or something. And it's like not explained. And it's like a, Whoa, season three is going to be so crazy. Canceled. <laughs> I mean, someone did need to steal his power. Cause that dude hardly ever used his fist. I was like, it's the, it's like the second part of your two part name, dude. Why don't you use your fist more often? Oh, dude, <laughs> When the bad guy took his iron fist away, he used that shit all the time. He was like iron fists of fury. 
yeah. You get some Iron Fist. You get some Iron Fist. Everybody gets some Iron Fist. Yeah. Like, like, I remember oh, watching I gotta, his first gotta, season. I'd be like, once an episode? Really? Yeah. Once an episode? I got to focus Even- on my chi, and it's really, really draining. Me by the other guys like, that's not how you're supposed to use it. Just keep your chi in your fucking fists. Don't focus it there temporarily. It just stays like, there. This is where your chi lives now. When they had to paint Lou Ferrigno green head to toe, he still was the Hulk more often than they had to CGI your hand yellow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and again, it's just Danny Rand. The other dude, Davos or whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah. He was Iron Fistula. He was like, open your butthole. Here comes a fist. <laughs> Da- Isn't Davos the bad guy f- from the Daleks? I think so. Okay. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that was a uh, Marvel Doctor Who crossover that happened. I mean, they've already done several of those. That, that would make the, sense. When the 10th Doctor was the Purple Man? When the 9th Doctor was uh, <laughs> the, the Dark Elf? Yeah, Dark Elf. You're right. You're right. And the 11th uh, Doctor was in Morbius and nobody cared? <laughs> I was going to say... <laughs> Oh my god! So apparently there was a a Twitch channel that streamed Morbius for like a week straight, twenty four seven, and it's led to a ton of like Morbius memes taking over the internet. I still haven't seen it because I refuse to pay to see it, and it's not free yet. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I'll ever see it. <laughs> I hope, I'm just going to have to be okay with that for the completionistness <laughs> of it. I don't. I don't really need to be that. I mean, I already saw Venom too, and I was like, uh, oh no, I'll watch it. Nope. No, no, thank you. Oh my God. You know, it's funny. Uh, watching solo, uh, Woody Harrelson shows up and Drew goes, Hey, isn't that the guy from Venom too? <laughs> it's like the fact that that's how, you know, Woody Harrelson <laughs> is so amusing to me. Venom, Venom, Venom. I was like, Woody Harrelson did not spend an entire moving, proving that white man couldn't jump to be referred to as the guy from Venom too. <laughs> Great. Uh, yes, I looked it up. Uh, the 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 bad guy from Iron Fist season two, or maybe the good guy, because you know he can actually fucking use the thing. Uh, he is indeed Davos. Huh. Well, there you go. Maybe that's just a reference to uh, rich people going to Switzerland and like controlling the world. People talking about the Illuminati. Fuck that. There's no Illuminati. It's just a bunch of billionaires in Davos. And by in Davos, I mean fucking the Iron Fist. All right, let's wrap it up. Yep, Andy's wobbling. Isn't that right, Timberland? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I need an entire soundtrack. I have to download an entire soundtrack file just for me putting that one sound at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Killing it. <laughs> Deliciousness. Uh, so I guess I'm saying Doctor Strange 2. Good. Well, maybe I have another opinion again after I see it. Uh, Fantastic Beast 3. Uh, hilarious that they are trying to clearly tell stories that have nothing to do with beasts, but have to shoehorn beasts into it because of the title they've chosen. Yep. <laughs> uh, the, oh, the pitch meeting on that is also wonderful. Nicholas Cage. I love how this new thing that he started will like the the guy he's pitching to will say something and like like point out something's wrong like but well, wait how come this da 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 and the guy the right old guy will go shut up and then just keep talking <laughs> 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 shut up <laughs> he's de- like yeah. de- definitely watching like his early ones like he's definitely is like got it like he's uh, honed it yeah, like 
to make it like I mean they're good, but like he's definitely like like he's touched upon something like, yeah, you really dialed in. You got it locked into like your your whole <laughs> delivery and like yep. your in jokes. <laughs> yep. He's got the speed. <laughs> I, I still maintain like my favorite of all the ones that he does is always when he gets meta. Like, especially when he starts doing movies that are super meta, and then he responds to it by just being super meta within the shit that he's doing. That always tickles So me. I assume you liked the Moon Knight one. Nicholas Cage. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, my my oh. favorite one is still old. That is my favorite thing. <laughs> so the child has a baby and then it dies. <laughs> I could have been a doctor. <laughs> what? I had good grades. I could have been a doctor. I could be helping people instead of talking about a movie where a kid dies and <sighs> It's based on a movie. Oh, it's I mean, it's based on a novel. Oh, it's based on existing IP. I'm going to cling to that like a blanket. You always do, sir. <laughs> oh, man. Just like that that broke him. He's like, mm, yep. no. <laughs> what, what am I doing here? What is this all about? Oh, There's one, there was one scene in that movie that was fucked up where this lady's bones kept breaking. And then because time has passed so far fast healing in like the broken position you're like oh this seems terrible oh <laughs> it's like oh that's so <laughs> oh. so what data is he getting from watching these uh people from a beach like far away unclear <laughs> <laughs> so wait so wouldn't they have to eat like 80 pounds of food just assuming that all gets translated into Muscle and bone and tissue. Yeah, they ate uh, 80 pounds of food off screen. Don't worry about it. I didn't pick the basket. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's just, just, it's just a great way to couch nitpicks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he's got a bunch of sketches, which also crack me the fuck up. Uh, one of which is they're naming fruit. And people keep trying to name fruit, and it's it's revealed that it's like, like, uh, like what what should we name this thing? And they show a picture of a pineapple, and the guy goes pine, pine, it, pine. Isn't that? Didn't you say that earlier for like a tree? Isn't that one of the trees now? Yeah, but this should be pine. No, we can't use the same word. Okay, pine the apple, pineapple, and it zooms back, and the dude's got a Christopher Pine, uh, Chris Pine T-shirt on. Uh, and like a little ways in, he says something about, um, why are you all wearing t-shirts with pictures of actors faces on it? And doesn't everyone in this universe have the same face? Like, like, what are we doing here now? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. Cause the, the thing that he does where he's all the heads. <laughs> Sorry, this is a bad job I did of uh, leading us into a wrap up. I was trying to just give like quick synopsis, a uh, quick like a thumbs up or thumbs down on the movies. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Obi Wan so far, thumbs up. Obi Wan, th- Moon so Knight, far, thumbs up. Yeah, Moon Knight, thumbs to the side. Like it was good, but it was also weird. And they, they, I loved the weirdness. I hated the rushed ending. That's the only thing I hated about Moon Knight. Yeah, I feel like they could have just kept going. Yeah, it it needed like two more episodes than it had. Uh, uh, I feel like I saw something else, but I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, never, never trust bad guys trying to catch somebody. <laughs> they're gonna fuck mm-hmm. it up. 
Uh, not today, Tim, Tim remembering that Sonic 2 was actually very enjoyable for a Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> that was what it was. It was Sonic 2. That's what I was trying to remember. I got to I gotta see that one. Um, actually, I got to see Sonic 1 because I feel like if I don't, then I'm just not going to get what's going on in the Sonicverse. I mean, kind of. <laughs> uh, guys, this week I hate that uh, that we only got six seasons of The Expanse. And it's done. I guess it stopped expanding and now it contracted. I'm surprised it's been six seasons unless people talk about that show. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it was it was expensive as fuck to produce, and that's why it, it was got canceled. expansive. It was expansive, yeah. Uh, that's why it got canceled by Sci-Fi, and then uh, I guess Jeff Bezos loves it, and he's like, "We got to make more of this with Amazon Prime." And they got three more seasons, but the last season was only six episodes, and uh, it. They, they did a weird thing in the sixth season where like in, I guess the books, like additional shit starts to get set up. So they're like, fuck it. And they set the additional shit up. Um, it's like a little bit of every episode was like setting up this whole other plot stream that now is never going to get picked up. Um, but I say Snyder never, did. the show's already come back once they could do, they could do a movie. They could do a mini series. There's other options here. Um, but, but, but. It is still, even with the the kind of incompleteness and the weird decision to introduce new plot points, knowing that they weren't going to to finish it, which I know will drive Tim nuts. The Expanse nuts. is by far, I think, the best science fiction show I've ever seen. Beats Battlestar what? Galactica. Yeah. What? Yep. Get the fuck out Are of here. Are you forgetting about Sequest DSV? I am not. I think you must be. I am not forgetting about Sequest 2021, the superior sequel to Sequest DSV either. What <laughs> Wait, about no, no, no. Captain that Power? Captain the one where Power. you could shoot at the screen. And if it shot oh, back, your little yeah, toy would I explode. I about that. I'm sp- <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And the yeah. Soldiers of the Future. Rethink yes. your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nope. Still, um, still the Expanse. Oh, your opinion is invalid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to go see what's going on because I've been in here a while and we recorded a while. So I'm going to stop this. Okay. Well, hang on. Uh, wait, let's, let's get eight more millimeters of, uh, of tape on here. Just eight millimeters. What? Stop it. How dare you? <laughs> been sitting on that one. I have. <laughs> I was you trying to get, to get one a, more? Like a small dick joke, but it just did not present itself. Because it was only eight millimeters long. I mean, you're on the podcast, Andy. Oh. Yes, I know. Zing! You know, your dick is perfectly wonderful. It's good size. I'm, sorry, it, I'm sorry I made that joke. It's weird. It's, it's, cage. it's like if you stuck a pencil into a plum, like the head is is nice and girthy, but definitely, uh, you know, bringing that Tootsie Pop energy <laughs> to my bedroom Listeners, activities. I'm sorry I didn't press stop sooner. Maybe <laughs> I edited this out so you didn't have to hear it, but I wouldn't bet on it. <laughs> Thank you for being one of the 12 listeners to listen to another episode of the TanCast podcast. If you like it, please talk about it on your social medias, your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, if you're under 20. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also leave a comment on this or any other episode at TanCast.com. Special thanks and love to the late DJ Technoid, who composed the official TanCast theme. And special thanks to Vic. Vic! 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 Who created the official TanCast album art. Thanks again for tolerating our nonsense, and always remember, you're doing it.
Alright, so we're back. The movie just ended. And uh, what, what did you think? Uh, it was good. It was good. I think I wanted to be a little bit more out there. It seemed like a very kind of safe Nick Cage movie. Yeah. More Nick Cage references more. I mean, because he's just known for like just getting like crazy. He didn't really have any like super like over the top moments. I did like the fact that they did like the uh, the uh, young aged Nick Cage. It's not really a spoiler, I don't think, but because uh, I think they show it in the trailer. But yeah, they did a pretty good job when showing the young Nick Cage and kind of showing like his uh, wild and crazy side of his by using that young side. Yeah, uh, so that was kind of cool. But yeah, I would have liked to see more play into like some of his movies they did hint at like Face Off was like one that they focused on the most but like yeah, yeah. Uh, you know tributes to like National Treasure or um, Con Air yeah 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 so I, I would like to see more of that played into it but but yeah yeah uh, for all, for what it was I, I did enjoy it as a dad kind of hit the soft you know heartstrings with, oh, yeah. <laughs> with that um, relationship with his daughter yeah, yeah. Uh, so they try to focus on that I hope I hope she's of age because usually they have the, the daughter's you know, actors play younger because she was kind of hot. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. is that what you're about? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like thinking, I'm like, she's cute, but like, I don't know. She's playing like 16, 17. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't hopefully know. Hopefully she was like older because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I should be thinking that, but she's kind of cute. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, all in all, I wish they did push, push the boundaries a little bit more, but it was funny. I did, I did kind of drift off like in the middle when it was not so actiony. Like, yeah. They were, they were, uh, the villain was having his his moment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of fell off a little bit, and then once they brought Nick Cage back in, I think it got a little bit better. But. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was definitely enjoyable. Um, I probably stream it. I would. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Definitely. I de- I'll definitely. I don't think it's like it's something you have to see in the theater. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, it was definitely like it was fun. It was funny, and you know, it was a little heartwarming, and like yeah. Yeah, and I feel like this is. Oddly enough, this is probably the most normal Nick Cage. Well, I mean, like, he's not like, yeah, this movie's not like super out there. He's just kind of being himself, I imagine. I don't know. I never met Nick Cage, so. I think you guys were talking about it, like, uh, with, with the episode with Max. You guys were talking about how, you know, you either hate or love uh, Nick Cage. And uh, I think if you, if you are a Nick Cage fan, this will hit some of your sweet spots. I think Andy would like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, I, Tim, I can't remember if he was uh, if he liked Nick Cage and, and all his isms. He's, he's a national treasure guy, doesn't he? Yeah, like I mean, I think Tim would see this movie. I think did we talk about seeing? I think yeah, I think he, I think he was definitely interested. Uh, yeah. um, but I, I would say you don't necessarily have to fork out the money to see it in theaters per se. No, yeah, no, definitely nothing, not. Like big screen esque of it, you could you could definitely enjoy it at home. Save, save a few bucks or whatnot, but. But I enjoyed seeing it with my buddy Noah there. Yeah, it's good to see I, you with I'm you. I'm so glad uh, I got to hang out with him again. An early birthday treat. And uh, I actually wanted to use this as an opportunity to say thank you to not only Noah, uh, but the whole Tancast family. Uh, you know, some things happened in my life. And well, uh, it's been a tough year. But uh, it was nice that I could reach out to, you know, friends of the, you know, Friends, friends, we met on the internet, but uh, yeah. it was cool that uh, I could reach out to these guys, and uh, I really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart that you know you you didn't hesitate to help out uh, my family in our time of need, and so I just want to say thank you, bro, oh, from, the, from the bottom of my heart. Uh, we are uh, you know on our way to uh, being back to a uh, a better place, I yeah. should say. Uh, you know, it's still we're still growing or whatnot, but. Uh, but in our time of need, you guys didn't hesitate. You guys were there for us. So I, I really appreciate it, brother. Yeah, of course. So thank I'm you glad so we much. Glad we can help man. you out. 
So, uh, um, yeah, I'm glad so, things yeah. are better. <laughs> uh, hopefully, we can do more things like this in the future. I mean, uh, it wasn't too bad of a drive. It was like an hour and a half, so it wasn't too bad. Maybe you guys come <laughs> to the northern side. Or, or, or wait, no, technically, I'm south of you guys, huh? Sacramento side. But. Wait, Sacramento? Isn't that like more east-ish east-ish something like yeah. that but uh, i don't know, you know it's, it's just a <laughs> geography if you, guys, if you guys want to change the pace i am getting used to san francisco i almost got ran over by a couple of bicyclists and, and the movie theaters is uh pretty epic over here so uh, it's an adventure for me but I, I wouldn't mind another trip out here it's uh definitely a fun experience so thank you again noah oh, of course good brother. to see you buddy all right so uh yeah until next time guys uh yeah sign off see you later